dear ones. Crazy weekend is over. I got a lot of fencing done. I got a lot of uh, work done at the office. And uh, so, got a lot done this weekend. So, it starts off a new week. Oh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Oh, cool. All right, United States, 33 year old, six foot. Allergic to everything. Oh! That's a good one. This gentleman is allergic to everything. You know, this is a. So, when you become allergic to everything, what do you think's involved? Blood, lymph, yeah, because when you see the inflammatory response, it's all lymph. I mean, there is blood, no question, you know, but it's basically dilating and moving more blood into an area. Why would you move more blood into an area? You know, you got limited nutrition in the blood at any given time. You've got, uh, you know, it's energy components. You've got some simple sugars, of course, flowing around for what? Oh, ATP, uh, things like that. So yeah, you got energy components and, and goodies, but uh, also what is the pH nature of the blood? It's an alkaline pH nature, isn't it? So whenever you see blood moving into an area, the body's moving more blood in, from a chemistry viewpoint, you know that we're moving more alkaline chemistry in. Why would we do that? Because we know that the environment is more acidic. You're not going to run more alkaline chemistry in a al highly alkalized area. But that's the, that brings you into the nature of alkalinity, which is an anionic uh, solution as opposed to a cationic solution of an acid. A huge difference in its response, uh, the way it performs, the way it affects other chemistry. Uh, basically, you could go all the way down to the functionability of the organelles of the cell. And deeper into that, you know, we've got into some deep pictures in some of these microscopes of things you can't explain, you know. And then those of you who have out of body, you see things you just can't explain. No, oh, Dr. Morris, I've watched hundreds of your videos. Oh my God, I'd be going nuts. I've noticed you haven't talked about your protocol of someone that's becoming allergic to everything. This has happened to me from mold poisoning. There's a ton of people on the Facebook mold chat room that are suffering like me that have mast cell activation syndrome, which is basically allergic reactions to everything. I know this is why my body won't allow me to filter lymph anymore. Okay. I'm referencing your video on the chat room so that others can learn there are 25,000 people in my mold chat room and if you can go into great detail on this subject. Okay, first and foremost, to help, I always recommend our Parasite M and G if you want, especially for a month. Uh, the G is more for worms and things like this, but uh, we get pretty saturated and we have eggs and we have all kinds of I mean, man has become a filthy host, the physical body. Uh, most human bodies are nasty inside of it, necrotic, they stink. You've got cells dying everywhere. That's why the medical doctors can fool you using the word cancer and not explaining to you what it really is because they don't know. You know, when you don't know what something is, it's hard to explain to someone what it is. So, 
when you take a look, I've always said that we de-skin everybody, it would not be a pretty picture. You know, you might see this beautiful woman or a handsome man on the outside, everything looks good, pecs and everything, whatever, de-skin them. Some of these people are hurting inside, you have deterioration inside, especially the bodybuilders. Uh, pumping all the proteins, you're going to see a lot of, you see the muscles on the outside, but on the inside, the tissues are breaking down, connective tissues breaking down, uh, all these things are breaking down from high acid ingestion. You know, you got you, you you've got this uh, waxing and waning, this this uh, uh, homeostatic, if there is such a thing, move. Uh, I call it the teeter-totter of chemistry. You know, moving to the acid side, sucking the electrons out, and then the vice versa. You know, and you just got this movement. Within that movement is saturation, of course. And that's when you start getting into maybe physics and the intelligence behind energy. You know, there's an intelligence according to quantum physics and of course spiritually we know all that. So the first of order now, what's tied to the lymphatic system? Kidneys and what's on top of them? The adrenal glands. You're always going to find adrenal gland problems when you have uh, all these uh, allergic reactions and things. So you have a couple of things that are essential. One is detoxification is the only answer. Now how fast you do that and how well you can uh, hang through some of these healing crises. But you've got to focus on getting kidney filtration and getting those adrenal glands up. Even if you have to take a glandular, anything to bring those adrenal glands up. If you're low uh, blood pressure, take licorice root. But get that uh, those adrenal glands up. Uh, very important for steroids and neurotransmitters, all in the allergic reaction syndromes. You know, very important to that. Uh, also, also, you're looking at all of this. You're looking at the GI tract. You want to you want to get on GI Renew and GI Broom and start cleaning that up. Um, the big thing is filtration. Um, it starts from babies, vaccines, all these things like that. I'm sure this is not going to go up on YouTube now, but. Um, um, you know, th this compromises the human body from the get-go. And so, when you're allergic to something, it always means you have too much in you. You know, you've reached a certain level of chemistry where you go into the body's convulsing and trying to get rid of this. And this is a problem because we breathe and eat neurotoxins daily. And these houses are so full of mold and all this. Part of the problem with this is a person's adrenal glands and sugar metabolism. People are so full of fungus themselves from inappropriate digestion, inappropriate sugar metabolism. And there comes the adrenal glands back to that. That's why I'm focusing on that particular gland. Also with the kidneys because that's the sewer system. And as long as your sewer system is backed up, and I don't know how bad that is, to someone that becomes allergic to everything, generally they're pretty backed up in their lymphatic system, generally at least subacute. So if you have blue eyes, they're generally yellowish to green or brown, um, you know, serious problems there. To get the fungus out, you want to get on a fungal, antifungal like parasite in, probably two dropperfuls of that four or five times a day. At the same time, that you just can't just make a kill. You got to fix why you're fungaling up. Not only are you, if you're breathing it in, you got to change the nature of your environment. That goes without saying, right? Uh, of course. But um, 
you, you also have to change the environment of your digestion. You know, the way people eat, I said this in one of the last two videos, the way people eat, we're looking at alcoholics. The average human being is an alcoholic, and an alcoholic is a fungal head. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of fermentation going on in alcohol, obviously. So you're already compromised right there with yeast and uh, the fungal family at some level. A lot of people have moles growing all over them and warts on them. That's how nasty people are inside. They're not digesting and metabolizing properly. And that's because they've been eating shit food that is full uh, acid forming, dead animal meat. I mean, on the scale of vertebrae, the Homo sapien is furthest away from the meat eater there is of the four basic vertebrae. We're not omnivores, you know, so you, 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 we're the furthest away. So meat affects us the most. It toxifies us, acidifies us, and breaks us down faster than any other species. And the herbivores are next. You can't feed meat to herbivores, especially them, because I will say that man probably could handle a tad bit more meat than a herbivore. Herbivores got so long, there's no way. This is why you have hoof and mouth. This is why we, the farmers created all this problem, listening to the nutcases of chemistry and stuff. It's crazy. Did you hear about the new World Health Organization guidelines? Here we go, a move for totalitarianism again. You know, the medical tyranny, they want to own the world. The World Health Organization wants to pass all these laws where they control you. They can take your kids. If you don't take it vaccinated, you can do anything you want. Really? Well, we can't let them do that. Okay. This world, this planet has to stand up at some times. The humans on it and stop these kind of tyranny people. These ridiculous, creepy humans that are so narcissistic, they've lost any type of balance in their world. It got, we've allowed, and the problem is the medical return, power and control. Going back to the Rockefeller, power and control, money. Problem is about to, you know, like I said, we'll talk about the Etch-a-Sketch God's doing right now, but there's going to be a little bit more of an Etch-a-Sketch. So when you're this uh, six foot tall here, uh, and some inches, we're looking at pituitary here. So we want to get the endocrine glands because in so many ways the endocrine glands play so many roles in terms of the inflammatory process, um, the histamine reactions, the interleukin reactions, all these actions of the human body. But they're in defense of what? See, and this is the point. You're consuming chemistry that the body doesn't want. Not just about moles. It isn't just about fungus, things like that. It can be fungal heads and yeah, yeah, yeah. Get so bad you can't even remember your name. You got mucus balls coming out of your, your, your sinuses and stuff like that. You've got to clean the mucus and all these fungal out of you. Well, they'll go out. They'll go out. You can smell them leaving your armpits. You can smell them leaving your urine. You know? So you'll smell all this coming out of you. But out of you, they need to come. If for some of you are real bad, you might do the greens as an initial detoxifier and then move to the more aggressive fruits of maybe uh, even good uh, organic uh, navel oranges if you can find them anymore, uh, grapes and things. But again, when you're real fungled up, it's hard to be on fruit because it's so bioactive energetically and everything else. But everything you're going to consume is sugar. So no matter what you try to do when you're fungled up, you cannot eliminate sugar. You do, that's when you get in trouble. 
because then you move to protein and that's when you start acidifying and bring aboard the bacterium community and between those two communities most people are pretty well entrenched in uh, producing environments of uh, the toxic kind. Take a look at what man eats. Grains, all right, so grains, complex sugars. Here's your dyes, your polys. You got fungus, you're going to crave those. You're going to crave breads. You're going to crave anything that ferments easy or that is fermented. And it's not your craving, it's your fungal craving. So you're, it's hard. But you've got to use some botanicals to help you through some of those cravings. Then your little self-discipline is going to do and get those adrenals and kidneys up and moving. You know, and you're going to have to work on, again, work on the gut tissues and stuff. Start cleaning, start hydrating properly. Now, hydration requires sugar foods. All your fruits, your berries, your melons, and your, and your vegetables are carbohydrates. Your carbs, what they call carbs, that's starch. But carbohydrates is the main food of most species, like it or not. But you're talking simple sugar, simple chemistry, things like that. And that's, uh, that's important. You cannot get away from chemistry to try to fix the body's toxicities and funguses and all this. The other thing is, look at the other chemistry, not just fungus. You're absorbing neurotoxins all the time from uh, perfumes, colognes, um, uh, pesticides on your fruits and berries and vegetables are, are, are neurotoxins. Your body's fighting an extremely toxic plant. I love these people talking about the environment, really. <laughs> Well, clean up the toxins first, and you'll see what the changes you can make. But you've got to clean up the toxins. And uh, the acids. You know, this man just loves the acids. I don't know what it is. But that's the best way I can tell you to get through this, is um, support yourself with a, a parasitic formula. Remember, though, cells, uh, all these antifungals in pharmaceutical world do have fatal events tied to them, even Lamisil. So the pharmaceutical is not the world to go to get rid of fungus and, and worms and uh, your uh, parasitic community. But you must clean up your internal environment. You know, most humans are, like I said, trash dumps inside of them. They're used to eating foods that are undigestible, foods that don't break down completely. Foods that, uh, of course, complex sugars all the time. We eat candy, uh, cakes, pies, all that. All those are complex sugars, so we can't break down that kind of sugar. You can't blame the fungus in that you got to look at the entity. You know, you're just talking about nature. When you offer up something to nature, everybody's looking for food. That says, please help with detoxifying children. This is Angelica. Dr. Morris, my name is Angelica. Thank you for the endless time. Oh, thanks, honey. I hope to visit your clinic one day. Come on down. Yeah, we're redesigning the clinic a little bit, having some fun over there. We've uh, made a new uh, herb store over there, making it, putting it up a little bit. You know, we've been uh, working so hard, moving people through and helping them and stuff. We thought we'd hurry up the place <laughs> mm.
My family and I hope to, okay, it's been three and a half years since I found you and it completely changed our lives. Wow, thanks, honey. Ever since then, I put myself and my three children currently 10 years. She's got a 10-year-old and two five-year-old twins. Holy crap. You know, fruits, berries, and melons with raw fruit treats on special occasions in the... You mamas are something else. Man, I'm so proud of you guys. Because this is the problem we're running into, medical tyranny. These guys don't know the first thing about health. They're the ones that are the top killer of humans on the planet above everything else, wars and everybody else. Putin's killing all those people. That ain't nothing to what the medical people are killing and getting away with it. Like again, if you logically sit down and understand what chemotherapy is, anybody that puts chemo in somebody's veins need to go to jail for attempted murder. Um, basically, it will be murder, except for maybe five or six, six percent. So, what is that? Does that make sense that you're allowed to put an acid that is hotter than most any acid your your body makes or that you're eating? into your body knowing what acid do to you chemists how about you chemists around the world that are silent on this how ignorant are you you know for a chemist and not to speak up of the idiocy of, of chemotherapy and what's going on shows you how stupid chemists are think they're so great and smart they're the main reason why we're in trouble i i used to belong to the chemical society what is the american chemical society whatever and it says their motto was life is always better because of chemistry not really not really. Chemistry from nature and learning how to put it together properly, but not isolates and not what you guys are playing with. Uh -uh. You guys are you guys are playing with nuclear weapons in people and getting away with it. And, uh, and, and everybody's clapping at you. Thank you, doctor. Thank you. Really? You're the killer of humans. Might as well go off on some of these videos. I told you I would. You know, we got some, <laughs> amongst everything else that's coming to this planet, all these different beings are showing up. The reptilians are stronger than ever before. And, and now, look at what we got. The medical tyranny is just unbelievable. Probably mostly reptilian. Sorry, I mean, Marco, I mean, I guess I'm going to start going on that way here. But um, I want to be careful there. This is not the video. You know, we have serious things going on in this planet, and so many humans are still so apathetic. They're just sleeping. Now I realize it was all the dairy products we ate. Yeah, and that's something. I don't feel bad. I was raised on them, too. You know, I was raised farming. We, my whole family had farms. My uncles had farms, and so everybody believed in milk and butchering hogs and cattle and that's what they did you know had good tomatoes and watermelons and stuff like that though uh, my family grew a lot of tomatoes and a lot of corn um, but the milk crap man I, my, my family mom used to chase me around with the enema bottle and I still remember every time I had to poop it would rip and bleed me Oh, it was so bad, just so, I didn't, I didn't know, migraines every day or every other day. I remember taking me to this uh, eye specialist and he said, ah, your eye muscles are just not mature. You need to read an hour every day and that'll help those migraines go away. Really, I mean, some of the stupid crap these medical doctors come with, I'd be ashamed. 
I would be going, oh, oh, okay. I mean, you can't make this crap up. And when you start learning the truth, it's just, really? So I'm glad you got your kids off of milk. The very thing they pushed, the slick little milk ring, Dairyman's Association. Really? How about being sued for the year involvement and the death of millions of kids by drinking milk and creating tumors? You know, pasteurized milk from a cow is not mama homo sapien milk from a live mama. And if you can't feed mama's milk to baby, that's the, the, the closest thing is going to be a primate milk. And I've said this before, good luck milking a female primate. <laughs> good luck. And I know there's a lot of surrogates and there's a lot of women helping other women out there. But remember, your diet is, is the nature of your milk. You eat dead animals and beans and grains and all this crap like that. Your milks are acidic. They create colicky in your babies, uh, mucus and tumors in your babies just from your own milk. Remember, your chemistry is your baby's chemistry, bar none. And that's how you detoxify. Matter of fact, you see the tissue regeneration case, right? That one young uh, child that uh, the dad kind of beat him up pretty bad, broke his legs, uh, some ribs, uh, ended up losing part of his brain, you know, stuff like that. We got that kid back through the mother milk. It's pretty good. Yeah. So shows you the power of what that mother's milk can do properly chemicalized. And that means the mother has to be properly consuming the proper foods for themselves. But this cow's milk, if you're going to do anything, find an organic goat farm somewhere. Jensen wrote a book, couple books on it. Uh, I've got a lot of pictures of his goats. I never, I mean, I like goats, but raw goat's milk uh, would be better if you could get around any CDC or stupidity of the FDA and the insanity of these assholes that don't know one thing over another and they're in charge of our health. Look at the CDC center lady. She wants to take your kids if you don't get vaccinated. Really? I mean, these are sort of the things. These people have to get out or off the planet or something. Gel them. Put them somewhere where they can play footsies with themselves because that's all they're good for. I mean, they've hurt so many people just for this agenda. Horrible. Yeah, and I feel like I'm stuck again. I've gone through pretty rough times in this detox journey with them, but now I feel like I should try and see if we can help. Although they do pretty well bringing, being fruitarians, I don't feel like I'm really going anywhere with fixing some of their issues. It's hard getting a picture of their eyes except for my older son. Well, five years old. We do have those little eye pictures. If you ever come by, we have a little handheld camera there. She might be able to get it, just snap one real quick or something, you know. It's now, uh, yeah. but look at yours and the dad's weaknesses. Look at your eyes. Look at your other son's eyes, and kind of get a kind of an overview here of what you're looking at. Uh, I'll say this, you know, when you wake up to truth and how you have to rebuild the human body by eating the opposite of what got you there. It's not like diseases are out there. Flush the word down the toilet. You'll do yourself 
mounds and mounds and worlds of favor if you flush the whole concept and the word disease down the drain. It is a word that medical doctors have tied around your neck as a noose and holding you there, walking around with you all the time like that. That's the medical community. They got everybody tied up with this noose called diseases that does not exist. Everything exists as cause and effect. Every spiritual being on the planet and end gone has said that. Everybody knows that. If you're uh, uh, into physics, you know that. Chemists should know that. God forbid. Disgusting the state of these professors and these people that think they know everything. I, I'm, a, I'm shocked. Especially in this world of chemistry. And I would have never known it had I not worked on some chemists that came in here thinking they were in a state of alkalosis. I've told you about a couple of them. By the time they're done with me, they realize, whoops, how did I learn wrong, opposite? How did I, as a chemist, a doctorate chemist, learn opposite? I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking of our friend, the virologist, that sent us that letter one time. I, I hope they're doing good. Sad stuff, though, you know. Truth has to get out there. And now I, I'll probably never be on YouTube again, but... Uh, the big issue at five years old, even at a ten-year-old, the nice thing about this mother is she's been working with these children. They will have fewer healing crises and fewer events like that. And as she gets them down the road there, the healing crisis won't be as deep. I'll say this, it, if you realize that to a state of health is a state that you're, you're, you're being in. You're eating raw foods, you're not cooking anything, you're eating nice organic raw foods, uh, if you can't get your fruits, maybe you're doing some superfoods out of nature. You've got a superfood blend you can store up. So you've got so much nutrition in nature that you can have available to you. It's not even funny. But it's more than nutrition, isn't it? You could argue that there is some nutrition that is acidic. But you can't argue much on that. You can't argue a piece of dead animal meat is healthy for you. The carnivores are set in their karmetic chain, unfortunately, and they're involved in a whole bunch of things. That's why they're the way they are. But nature prefers finding berries and fruits and, and uh, tubers and things like that that are edible like that. So when you're eating things like beans and grains and dead animals' milks and dead milks and dead animals themselves, creating a, a sludge of acids and they're drinking alcohol, we're mixing the food so they don't mix it the same, same digestive meal. So now you have fermentation all over the place. If you're full of fungus, you got to watch your food combinations. You don't want, I would go more to a mono meal to where you're not setting up any fermentation hardly at all. Super chew your food so that you're chewing and digesting them properly. At least bulk of it in your mouth. 
then in your pancreas can finish the rest. This moving back and forth between an acid and, a, and an alkali and types of diet, a good example is a meat sandwich. You know, having a, a, a deli sandwich or something like that. You can't think of much worse. I mean, you've got your white flours, your breads, even if they're whole grains, how much is whole grain? And then whole grain, what's whole grain? You know, it's still a complex bunch of sugar and, uh, and dormant food, so it's not alive. Nothing really is alive. It's been processed. You have to cook grains and process them, so now you've got a glomulation of the chemistry everywhere. You do not have the living electrical chemistry anymore. You have a glomulated chemistry. The digestive enzymes sometimes can't break apart. You have undigested food in people's stools all the time. You know, all these are how you get fungus in the body. It's also how you get bacterium building up in the body. Giardia and things like that you might not like. E. coli, things you might not like. But if you're eating dead animals, you're not going to bring the sweeties in. <laughs> so children are, uh, children are tough in one way. And here's where why children are tough in one way. Medical. Medical tyranny. Uh, they're not tough. They go through colds and flus and they last pretty good. They love, they love high temperatures, so when you're detoxing your children, don't get shocked if they go to 105, 104, 105. That's children. Babies love to get up high like that. Cool them down here, cool them down the nap of the neck with a little washcloth, sit them in some cool water, get it down to 103. Everybody should love 103. I mean, you got to get the skin opened up. You got to get yourself open. Fevers are essential. And for a doctorate of anything, thinking a fever is bad for you, get out of here. Get off the planet. You're not welcome here anymore. You're an idiot. I mean, let's be truthful. Let's go after it. You know, these are idiots. You know, they don't know anything about nature. They don't know how nature works. They haven't looked at that. They went to Ivy League schools and they taught by professors that have no brains or they're narcissistic as hell. We showed you a couple of those in Pat's class. The difference, this is about cell mitosis and things like that. It showed you the difference between a, a narcissistic professor who talked above all his students is like they knew what they were talking about and a good professor that says, you know, even with all that we know here with cell mitosis and cytoplasm, the organelles and all this and how all this functions, we don't know anything. I love that guy because this is what we think we know. But when you get up there, this is what we know and it's not even true. Looks pretty bad for a lot of you guys. And you're just hurting way too many people. I personally reached a point where I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. I'll be in your face no matter who you are. You cannot continue to hurt humans. Okay. Five-year-old girl has major dental decay. So when you have major dental decay, you know what cytochemistry is pulling these acids out. So you know immediately this little this little five-year-old his lymphatic system is a mess. You know, especially up in the head area. Well, here's the central nervous system, the brain growth, the autonomic stems and stuff. Ho, 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 ho. No, I mean that's why you got to get them sinus drained and stuff. Now this is connected to their gut. So you know they're going to have some chronic bowel problems here. So this whole thing, this whole transport or whatever you want to call it, yeah, you're going to have to work on that. Uh, I took them to two dentists and they both want to sleep, to sleep them, to work on their teeth, 
but don't feel comfortable with that all you want. They want to put them down. Tough working on a five-year-old. I, I admire these dentists, but remember, what's sucking the matrix apart in the, in the teeth and what's in the gums? What possibly could be causing all this in the mouth? I mean, you only have two sides of chemistry. You only have two fluids that are circulating all through the gums here. What are they? Blood, does that take down and destroy teeth? Does that rob calcium out of that? Well, the blood could rob calcium. Generally, by the time you're up here, hopefully not, but the blood does steal calcium, right? Right. And what's proof of that? varicose veins, spider veins, petechia. Remember we talked about the world of connective tissue? Mm -hmm. Well, welcome to the world of parathyroid, calcium utilization, parathormone, thyroid, calcitonin, all of that. Welcome to that world along with the beautiful world of the pituitary. The pituitary, the overseer, right? So you got intercranial gland thinking to do, you know, and working on them. But if you're five years old in today's world, I think they probably are going to end up working on everything. I don't know, unless you've got some pretty good genes. These five-year-olds are genetic messes. But you can't repair genetic weaknesses until you fix their lymphatic system because that's the weakness that's passed down, and that's the weakness. I talk about it with in, in our iridology class, and Jensen and I sat a lot and talked a lot. He'd come stay with me up here in my house, and we'd talk a lot. And then when I was out at his place, I put up a bunch of pictures to show you. We were always talking and going over eyes, looking at them, you know. But you can always see those genetic weaknesses, and you can always see that lymphatic ridge around that organ or gland, which is its tissue, its connective and its, its surrounding tissue. And it's always lymphatically compromised at one level or another. So you can tell that if you want to repair genetic weaknesses in the cells, you've got to fix the thing that made them genetically weak in the first place. So where we're going? What could possibly make something genetically weak? Injury for sure. Injuries before you conceive, but unhealed injuries. So a human body that has a traffic accident messes up their body, they're young, uh, then they go on, they heal up, and then they conceive. Say they're 15, they have a bad accident, and then they get uh, married at 20 and have kids about. You can carry those weaknesses, not genetic, you can carry those weaknesses from that traffic accident in your body, pass them to your offspring, because at the time of conception, this is what you're getting. Your nut cells are not going back and remembering what you were like when you were born. Uh -uh, we're in real time. Memory is a thing in the past. Go to the causal world if you want to play that game. Yeah. So, uh, the, here is a, at least a parathyroid. Now, these are five-year-olds. So, I would do the endocrine gland, the new one, or the gland tonic, the old one, and start giving them a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. At the same time, you want them on the kidney. So, I'd have gland tonic or the new endocrine gland. I'd have them on at least the one kidney formula. I'd probably do the uh, three lung. It's a gentle formula with only three herbs in it. It'll help break up some sinuses and hardness in the bodies. But be prepared when you're doing this, moms and dads, that a cold and flu-like symptom is the symptoms you get no matter what you do in terms of detoxification or when you create something. You have a symptom twice. Remember this, you have a symptom twice. One when you create it, 
and another one when you get rid of it. We've talked about that before, how you can go into, like a, 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 I remember I had a lady with scleroderma. She was only like 18. Now, scleroderma, your, your, your connective tissue and everything is getting hard. You're choking you off and scarring you. Scleroderma, not a pretty way to go. And it's an advanced state of acidosis. And so I got her. She was an Indiana girl. I got her. She's 18. And I got her cleaned up. All her symptoms were gone. Her scars were gone mostly. And she was, she was really opened up and nice. And then it come roaring back on her. She called me crying. My God, it's back. I go, no, it's not. It's on its final. Hello, see ya. Opened the door to say goodbye, and out it went. And sure enough, that's a good. No scleroderma left. In terms of a disease, if we want to call it that, but what is it in the body, you know? And so when you start getting into uh, these highly agglomerated lymphatic areas, you're changing the nature of everything. You're going to scar, harden, adhere. Any name you want to go down that road is what you're creating. And the only one way to get out of that, reverse the chemistry you're bringing in. And so these children might have to live on raw foods for a while and let this move themselves through there. You can use herbs, definitely. Be prepared for healing crisis and that you can do them at home. You don't have to run them to a hospital with a little fever. I was spent a lot of years in St. Joe's when they were St. Joe's down here. And being a not-for-profit hospital, of course, in comes the moms with the babies, maybe 99 degree temperature. Here's these dumbass medical doctors in the ER, and I'm in there too, and giving them a little Tylenol and a little antibiotic and sending them home. Really? You started right off compromising that child. You said, drive me nuts. But, you know, you can only do so much in their environment. But once you take your children in their environment, they are reaching this medical tyranny to the point of take your kids if you don't listen to them. Who gave them the right? Who said they're above anybody and they have knowledge of how they're going to protect your child when they end up killing them, most of them, or take them into uh, uh, homes, other homes for why? Because I want to make my child healthy, you pieces of crap humans. Sorry, I've had it with these people. You know, they're destroying the children, the kids. Look at what they're doing to the world now. And now the World Health Organization has the balls to come out and say, we want a whole bunch of controlling guidelines so we can stop the world if we want to stop it. Our CDC is going to take your children or tell you you're going to be locked up in your house. Really? Going to be a tough chew, guys. A lot more young people are more awake than ever before. Horrible. I'm ranting on this one. They also look more like three-year-olds instead of fives. Where are we going, guys? Okay, we got teeth going down here, right? So we know we got a parathyroid. Even though, you know, we know they're highly acidic and agglomerated in the gums and everything. That means in the sinuses too, maybe in the back of their heads. But what else is going on? If they're five years old and they only look three, what do we got? Obvious. 
<laughs> pituitary. And you might do a little thymus thumping on them a little bit there. You never know about the thymus gland. A lot of people don't think about that. And maybe even just a little scrape of some thymus uh, glandular a little bit in something, you know, a little bit of juice or something. A little scrape. Just a little wake up, you know, some cells to wake up. But you've got a pituitary issue on your on, on you right here with these babies. And that's going to shut all the other ones down. So right now your babies obviously are not filtering well. The, you've got uh, heavy lymph stagnation in the heads. Uh, obviously the pituitary is down. They're not growth. Now, you want to get on some pituitary herbs. Um, I probably would add uh, a couple of drops of the liquid pituitary with the endocrine gland because you can get them to catch up. You know, once you get get everything opened up, get the glands going, they'll catch up in their weight. And this is the perfect time to do it too. You don't want to try to get a teenager to start catching up in their growth. This is the perfect time in their growth stages to get these uh, children back up in their normal uh, heights and things like that. And not too short or too tall. Just fix everything. And herbs and foods fix. They're the ones that break down and they're the ones that fix. Outside of that, what do you got? Medical tyranny. You got, you got pharmaceutical idiots who are all about the money. They could, you think they care about human life? You think Pfizer gives two craps about your baby? You better think again. Yeah, Pfizer is at the top of the bad. These guys are so bad, they, they need to go to lifetime prisons. They are guilty of crimes against humanity at levels you guys aren't aware of yet. I've been looking at those groups. Horrible. Some of these families have a big distance, karmatic distance, and they're about to get them hit. This is a big thing coming now. If you haven't noticed, there's a lot going to be happening. A lot of things are going to be etch-a-sketched. Uh, a lot of people are going to hope they can handle the shock. Ah, they will. Okay, good. My daughter, uh, teeth began decaying just a bit but for the past year has been spreading up the decay as well. Uh, they also look more than three, oh, okay. They have so much more than I can point out, but I'm sure most of their problems stem from weak pituitary, smart mom, pancreas, and digested loose stools, yeah. Adrenals, and of course, colon, yep, yep, yep. You got it, mom. They're also skinny, uh, oh yeah, malabsorption, malabsorption. But you would have malabsorption, if you're back up here, right? This, hate to tell you, is an extension of that. <laughs> yeah, so this is one big bowel, <laughs> one big digestive and absorptive organ all the way through, except down toward the very end, you got a little water coming in there, you know, to form you up a little bit. But if you're super dehydrated, you'll suck your water out and you'll always be constipated. You know, you got that part of constipation too, and it's a heavily dehydrated individual. Uh, my oldest son, I've used a couple of other ones, especially to move his bowels, and he takes them like a shot with a bit of juice. My older son has very low blood pressure. So we're getting the picture, aren't we? And this is a standard issue for kids nowadays. Very low blood pressure. You want to get him on some licorice root, get, build that up a little bit. Uh, for example, this morning both sides were about 92. Yeah, he's low. He's too low. Yeah, especially at 10. Uh, but the bottom's nice, 62, I'll take a 62. You don't want too low of a bottom either. 
that's kidney weakness. So you you wanted the, the, the low 60s for sure. So what we got, we got adrenal neurotransmitters are low. That's going to be common for children right now. That's why what formula is smart, besides the adrenals, is the kidneys, brain and nerve. And then, again, here's another case for fungus maybe, because we have adrenal issues. Whenever you have adrenal gland issues, you're dealing in the metabolism of sugars. Whether you have too much sugar in there fermenting, your adrenals can't produce enough cortisol, whatever your issue is in that realm, you still have to fix the adrenal glands. Get rid of the complex sugars if you can. You know, uh, give yourself a treat once in a while with a dye or something, but these sucroses are you know, pretty involved. And fruit, if you eat like as much fruit as I do, I mean, this is fresh squeezed navel orange juice. And in the summertime, this one grower out in California, they've switched the season. Somehow they've got their navel oranges ripening in midsummer. Oh, I've been waiting for it to get that real sweet. And this is real sweet. And it's like, it's hard to get that. And that's what we need to do is learn how to get our food just way up there in deliciousness and um, and not worry about the sweetness. That's all simple, natural sugar. And what do we get out of simple, natural sugar? One big thing. Energy. Without sugar, you don't get energy. You don't get energy on a protein. I was watching Naked and Afraid last night. They had like three or four different sets of naked people. Mostly guys, I think. But uh, oh, they got to have that protein. And yet when I watch those survivalists that are pretty clued into nature and fruit and stuff, they don't suffer at all. It's those that feel like they have to have the protein that suffer. So I get it. Hard to burn protein for energy and keep it. That's where they're not thinking. They're trying to eat anything they can catch its meat for energy, that's not what the body burns for energy. Uh, that's a wrong way about it, and it creates acidosis, so more dehydration. And in a survival mode, you don't want to dehydrate yourself. That's a bit of a problem. So you definitely want to look at the leaves, the types of fruits and berries and things like that you can subsist on, which will keep somewhat hydrated. You go to cooking your dead animals and eating dead animal meat, you'll throw yourself dehydration easy. And they do that. They're not taught proper survival skills. Even some of these survivalist guys, I'm looking at it, really? Hmm, strange. Many times I feel like giving up and stopping the detox journey, but I don't see how I can. You know what? Change your view of it, because detoxification is a word that we come up with, because that's what we see nature doing. We see nature. Uh, we see uh, nature correcting itself. And that's what nature is always doing. You go to, you cannot get out of this, this reality that the human body lives in a chemical universe and that all chemistry relates to you. I'm telling you, all chemistry relates to you at one level or another. Why are we bitching about environmental issues if not? Why are we bitching about anything? You know, it's, it, it, chemistry is everything, and we have destroyed this planet in chemistry. 
we are the, the homo sapien is full of greed uh, he doesn't love his fellow man at all he has no respect no humility I mean all these people running around ripping off stores uh, shooting people stuff you guys are collecting some of the worst karma for yourselves there is and guess what you got life to the next one life your next life after that you ain't getting scraping none of you guys that are doing bad things are getting away with it you might think you are but your karma stack is growing and this is why some people in spirituality they don't understand it sometimes because they don't always see it because sometimes when you do something your karma for that isn't immediate you're still working on the shit you created from the past so uh, you, you don't always see that immediate karma Ooh, boxes of goodies you don't always see that immediate karma coming at you but it's still there and this is the thing you want to learn how to be nice because your future is what you do now just like your food is what you're setting up your body to experience so is your experiences emotionally and mentally how you treat others you know all of that very important the respect you give others because we all come from what the same place the same source in the same place so how can I get mad at you? I can get mad at medical tyranny and I get mad at it because that's states of consciousness. The being behind there is trapped. A lot of you, most of you humans are trapped. You're trapped in the human consciousness and you got to break that. Remember several years ago I told you in class, quit playing human. You know, start to realize you guys are massive beings here playing in this little body on this little earth that they pretty much destroyed and uh, I mean I don't some of these beings are here for our, our medals I don't know uh, whether they're trying to protect them because you know we're about to do some things to the planet that's not good so hopefully we can get to work with what yeah get to work with Julia one of the counselors over there I mean that's uh, your best bet and I'm gonna kind of work with you with the children and stuff but don't ever be afraid to put your your, your children on the proper food like I said detox is just a name that you see from the symptoms all you're doing is shifting from a dead food acid forming diet to a living food alkaline based diet that's all you're doing and you might be taking a few herbs to help increase the function of your liver to help increase the function of your adrenal glands to help increase the performance of your kidneys to help maybe blue move blood a little more around the body to maybe move lymph a little more aggressively and to help pull tumors out of you uh, this is all nature's chemistry though complete in itself botanical chemistry is complete chemistry it's not like a pharmaceutical where I'm taking the alkaloid or an active principle out of that and giving it back to you no we like the buffering agents of chemistry well you didn't learn that as a chemist did you I don't know but there's so much in in plant chemistry that for some reason our chemistry departments in our colleges have kind of forgot and it's a very foundation that everybody lives on, drives on, drinks, eats, smokes, puts on the skin. <laughs> nice to be. Those are diseases. Now you keep playing in hell. You keep uh, consuming all these toxins and all the crap food we're making for you. All the cereals and all the crap stuff. And look at the baby foods. Uh, I mean to tell you, 
I made this factory's open again. Now, what they do? Change their formulas. You know, these are the formulas that are causing or suspected of causing the NEC. So, what are we going to drop that now? Oh, don't worry about necrosis of the your gut for your children. Oh. You just got to start making your own baby foods and getting living foods to your baby. You have living babies and you're cooking up dead shit and, and, and giving them milks from big ass cows that are get up to almost 2,000 pounds. And it's a wrong chemistry for the humans. But no, we got to cook it first to make sure there's no bacteria in it because I guess all, all babies are there. You should be eating cooked milk. And this is the stupidity of the medical profession. The CDC, the FDA, they need to be closed down. You can't go cussing out God and nature and making it wrong. We're going to cook everything. We're going to sanitize everything. We're gonna... That's where everybody's getting sick. The people that are going to the natural things are all getting well. So I don't know. That's enough to say if you want healthy babies, you got to start feeding them living foods. When you start feeding them living foods, the consciousness of healing and everything is in them. You're not just, I mean, we can go into A and P and we can go into some of these classes, but to tell you the truth, uh, you're talking about awareness that is not physical. An awareness that you can only be it, you can't touch it, you can only experience it. That's why I keep telling you, get out of your minds and your emotions. But they're all conditioned to think into diseases and uh, to, you know, think all these ridiculous things. It's not true. And we're worried about our babies trying to get them back to a state of health from Hellville, created by who? Industry, the, the drug lords, and I'm talking pharmaceutical companies are the biggest drug lords. <laughs> and then you've got the uh, medical tyrannies that's going on are just ripping children away from people, giving them toxic drugs and chemicals and sitting there like, I don't know. Oh, you got a pain in there? Well, I didn't see it through the x-rays or nothing. It's in your head. I don't know. I love that. Most of us, I don't know. Do you want that kind of practitioner to help your baby? I don't know. Let's just put your baby's under. We'll rip all the teeth out. Hopefully the uh, the adult teeth will come in okay. And no fixing any parathyroid or not understanding anything about why this is all happening. See, the pseudo docs, you know, are just repairing you, and, and that's a sad thing. Even chiropractors and some of the natural health people, you're all learning how to detoxify people more. So very important stuff, guys. And so um, I'm trying to go off a little bit here, but I want you guys to wake up a little bit not get hurt. You know, the world of pharmaceutical is a world of hurt. It's a world of pain, a world of death. Uh, under the guise that there's nothing else that can help you, you're stuck. No one else can treat diseases because if you treat diseases out there, you're being you're charged with treating practicing medicine without a license. So you can't treat diseases. Only the insane people like medical doctors can treat diseases and they don't even know what they're treating and they don't even are treating with. Look at the medical doctors that have an iatrogenic side that have killed so many people from mixing wrong pharmaceuticals. Now pharmacists are getting savvy. Back when I was in, back in 95, about in early 90s, the pharmacists wanted to take the pharmaceuticals out of medical doctors' hands and I was behind them. 
<laughs> at least the pharmacist learns the chemistry, but medical doctors, you don't want to put pharmaceuticals in medical doctors' hands. I, I, many of you RNs out there know that you've saved a medical doctor's ass by telling them they can't do that, right? Well, I've seen it. I've got a lot of RN friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no. I mean, is a world of insanity. Welcome to the world of naturopathy. The world of naturopathy is a world of healing, feeling good, pulling tumors out of you, regenerating your nervous system, getting you out of wheelchairs, rebuilding genetic weaknesses, getting your children back in shape again and health-wise so you have healthy adult children, and that you can continue your lineage here on the planet and the planet can lift up. Got to go through some things before we have a lift up period, but we can make it through it. All right, I love you guys. I just wanted to sit and do a couple of these uh, uh, while I had the time. I know I'm probably not dressed for doing a lot of work. We're, we're doing a lot of redesigning here at the clinic, having some fun. And uh, we're getting our lab all set up in uh, Utah. So we're still milling here, but we're, ah, there's so much going on. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, but I've got to run and uh, love you guys. Namaste.